Welcome to How To Be Alpha, a show exploring the essentials of having a personal brand and how to generate revenue using your own face and stories. I'm your host, Elizabeth Halford, and I've been curating my personal brand since 2008, when a career as a pro blogger landed in my lap. I became a well-known brand, generating a full-time income before that was really even a thing. I took a break, and now I'm back, bringing you all the juicy gossip to be alpha in your business. And by that, I mean being the best you you can be because your only competition is you, which is great news because it means everyone can be alpha. A few notes before we get started. Don't drive and take notes. Every episode has its own page at youisalpha.com forward slash podcast. Also, please leave me a review on iTunes. You're a small business. I'm a small business. You know the drill. I might even read it out on air. Thanks for joining me. Let's jump right in. Hey there. I'm smiling. Can you tell? It's one of my brain hacks for today. But first, I want to talk to you about a member of my audience, Stu. He left me a really lovely review, and it was so sweet to see his name there in my iTunes UK reviews because I've known Stu for a long time. He's been a longtime reader of mine from way back when I started blogging many years ago. And he said, I've followed Elizabeth since her early blogging days. I learned so much from her then, and I'm so excited to see where this podcast goes now. So thank you so much, Stu, for taking the time to leave that. I have to say, I have been watching you and your work, and I've noticed you've recently photographed His Royal Highness Prince William for British Airways, (laughs) and I was amazed, and I felt so proud of you and happy for you, and just did a little happy dance. Uh, That's so incredible. I've loved watching your journey as a creative, and I continue to peek in on you from time to time. You've come such a long way. You can find Stu on Instagram and see that shot of Prince William. His username is Stu Bailey Photo. Last week, I talked about what it's like to own a business and that dynamic between being both your own boss and your own employee. It was kind of heavy. There's a lot there, but today's a lighter topic. It's not really about business at all, except that it is because when you're the best you you can be, you're going to be better at managing your business affairs. Mental, spiritual, and emotional health make you better at everything in your life. We're talking today about brain hacks to make you a happier person. This isn't a list I picked up by Googling how to be happy or whatever. These are things that I actually do every day and have been doing for years. And I want to tell you how they help me and how they can help you too. I'm a nerd for understanding why things work the way they work, so I'm gonna hit you with some super interesting little sciencey tidbits today. The first hack is breathing. We do it without thinking, and therein lies the problem. Living a more intentional life means doing things intentionally. In just a few days, you can change your breathing habits to hack your brain and feel more calm and happy. This is how it works. You have a nerve running from the base of your brain down your body. It's called the vagus nerve, V-A-G-U-S. And the saying goes that what happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas. And this is because this nerve touches all of your major organs and sends messages back to your brain about the state of your body. 
So sitting up straight to get full lung capacity and breathing deeply and slowly, three seconds in and six seconds out, this sends a message to your brain that everything is a-okay. This is important in a world where we're living with far more stimuli, stress, and anxiety than you were really built to be able to handle. You've likely heard the old breathe slowly while counting trick for managing in times of stress or anger, but if you make it a habit to breathe more intentionally in your everyday life, you're gonna find things less stressful in the first place. So how can you turn this into a habit? For me, I just set myself a goal to do it for a few days, and I started to find myself breathing more deeply routinely most of the time. I made this change by setting up pop-up reminders on my phone, and I chose an everyday event as a trigger to remind me. This everyday event was receiving texts. I found a ringtone that sounded like the chime on my meditation app, and this automatically triggered my memory to take 10 seconds to breathe meditatively. You also have a breathing reminder in your Apple Watch if you have one of those. It reminds you every once in a while to take a little break, close your eyes and breathe deeply. Other triggers can be things like getting in the car, starting the ignition or going to the bathroom. Attaching an everyday event to your new habit can help remind you to breathe deeply. Number two is smiling. Did you know that smiling can hack your brain to trick it into actually being happier? Fake it till you make it is key here. And you won't have to fake it for long. When you feel happier, you make better choices, and in turn, you actually become happier. We fake it all the time. We wear Bridget Jones undies, we wear makeup, we draw on our eyebrows, we drive cars that say we have more money than we have. So a fake smile is not gonna kill you, but it might actually make you happier, and here's how. In her super famous TED Talk about body language, Amy Cuddy talked about smiling. She teaches about how smiling, even if it's just forced by biting a pencil in your teeth, this can change your brain chemistry from stress to calm, from sad to happy. On the flip side, some studies suggest that you can't just fake it and that a real smile is key. And you might remember from a previous episode where I talked about smiling and I said a smile happens in your eyes. So scientifically, they say that your smile needs to be broad enough to actually change your eyes. A study led by Michigan State University suggests that customer service workers who fake smiled through the day actually worsened their moods. But workers who smiled as a result of cultivating positive thoughts, such as a tropical vacation, improved their mood. Personally, I'm with Amy and the idea that you can fake your way to happy because she actually swabbed people's mouths and measured the chemistry of their bodies before and after smiling. Number three is body language. Hold that thought. I just need to introduce you to my sponsor. She's gorgeous and she's smart and she's alpha and she's, well, she's me. Until I have a fancy sponsor giving me money to talk about their stuff. Hello, Squarespace. This podcast is sponsored by me and my business called You Is Alpha. Listen, when I was a new blogger and content creator, Instagram wasn't a thing. I survived for five years on one set of images. It's not like that anymore. If you use Instagram, email marketing, or blogging, your audience expects to be served timely, new, and stimulating visual content and the stories you write to go with them. You Is Alpha is a photography brand serving influencers, online entrepreneurs, and personal brands with batch-created photographic content to generate revenue by staying at the forefront of your audience's mind. 
And because we only shoot once per quarter, you walk away with three months worth of content to post and use regularly. Schedule that stuff out and get back to running the rest of your business. You can find me at youisalpha.com. Number three is body language. In episode two of this show, I talked all about body language hacks to use in your photos. So some of what I'm about to say you've heard before, and I'm gonna bring up Amy Cuddy's TED Talk here again because in it, she explained how body language may just shape who you are. We've known for a long time that your brain can change the way your body feels. You might know how depression can make you feel physically achy and tired, but it also works the other way. Your body, your posture, and the posture of your facial features, for example, smiling, can change your brain. In the show notes for this episode is a link to Amy's video, and I encourage you to watch it because in it she demonstrates a power stance. Two minutes in a power stance will drive down your stress hormone, cortisol, and boost your dominant, powerful hormone, testosterone. This is particularly useful before a business meeting, a negotiation, an important conversation with your spouse, or public speaking. Number four is my favorite one, and it's a little less science and more woo-woo, but I'm a pretty woo-woo kind of gal, and I swear that tapping works if you do it right. Tapping is a method to hack your brain into feeling better about a particular situation, usually something in your past or that you're going through right now. Tapping makes use of certain points on your body. In acupuncture, these are known as meridian points. In Hindu metaphysical traditions, they're called chakras. But scientifically, it's very simple. These points on your body are related to the amygdala, which is the emotional center of your brain. We use the amygdala to process events that happen to us, which can be unhelpful because it causes us to process these things using the emotional center of our brain rather than logic. If you've ever heard the term lizard brain or your reptile brain, this is what we're talking about. It's a more primitive, less evolved part of your brain. So yeah, it's really unhelpful that we instinctively process important and sometimes life-threatening events through this part of our brain. I guarantee you know exactly what it feels like when your amygdala is running the show. If you've ever been in an argument where you say things you regret or have ever behaved erratically or feel that you're just not being your normal, rational self, this is sometimes known as being hijacked. One source defines it this way, an amygdala hijack is an immediate and overwhelming emotional response which is out of proportion to the stimulus. The amygdala can shut down the neocortex. So it's the very definition of making a mountain out of a molehill or reacting much bigger to something than maybe you feel you really should have. But back to tapping. There's a lot of information out there about tapping, but here's my plain English explanation. You intentionally and out loud talk through a difficult issue in your life using a series of phrases. And while you're speaking these things, you're tapping on the meridian points of your body. These include on your head, your collarbone, your chest bone, the outside of your hand. When you do this, you're distracting the emotional center of your brain. It's kind of like saying, here, focus on this while I sort out my problem. This means that you can exercise other parts of your brain to process this difficult issue rather than filtering it through the emotional center of your brain. Now, I'm absolutely sure it's more complex than this, but that's how I think of it. Of course, there's a video in my show notes with some really good basic information and another link, which is a more clinical description of tapping. 
And of course, you can find videos to guide you through your own tapping sessions on YouTube. It's a very mainstream activity. It feels so good to me just to be talking to you about these things that I employ in my life. And I'm really excited now to go spend some time breathing, smiling, power stancing, and tapping my way to calm and serenity. Of course, there are so many other ways to hack yourself happy, like meditation, prayer, worship, physical touch. For instance, did you know that a 20-second hug causes your brain to express the love hormone oxytocin? I'm so excited for you to go down the rabbit hole yourself and find some things that work for you in your own life. As always, thank you so much for listening. You're a valuable part of my audience. Next week, I'm going to talk about something kind of different, about how real estate agents can capitalize on their personal brand to be more modern in their marketing activities. The stuff I discuss can apply to many different industries, so don't skip it just because you might not be in that particular industry. And if you do skip a week, I look forward to welcoming you back again the week after. Thank you so much for listening. You are such a babe. A reminder that all notes are available at youisalpha.com forward slash podcast. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn as youisalpha. And on Instagram, I'm youalphababe. Now go leave me that review and remember, you is kind, you is smart, you is alpha.